Well, hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. I'm going to start the show off today with what I am calling a state of emergency here in Washington State. There's a lot of things happening that are sucking up the airwaves right now, and I'm going to talk a little bit about it. Everybody's talking about Tucker Carlson getting sacked by Fox News. But in Washington State, our children are literally being targeted by the radical left, and we need your help. And uh, I think you guys can do it. I think you can help me. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, I'm going to jump right into this today because there's not a moment to lose. And I know a lot of you are going to be hearing this uh, in the afternoon. And, and maybe by the time you hear this, we won't we will have run out of time. But at the time of this recording, we had roughly 72 hours to call Governor Jay Inslee and try to put a stop to the in, to the to the horrific. And I mean that this horrific attack against our children that's being levied against parents uh, here in Washington State. It's called the the bill. The title of this bill is 5599. And right now it is awaiting the signature of Governor Jay Inslee, probably one of the worst, most tyrannical, illogical, irrational, evil people to ever sit in the governor's chair. And we've got him here, lucky us, in Washington State. Uh, and so this bill is waiting for a signature. And I'm going to detail for you a little bit about what this bill would do. Uh, this would have kids as young as 13 could be could leave their homes and be placed in a government facility. And they can there get gender-altering drugs and surgeries without parental consent. If parents do not comply to a child's desire for gender changes, they can legally lose custody of their children. Are you guys hearing what I'm saying? In Washington state, if your child, let's get your kids out of public school. Just get them out. Why are we still talking about this? I don't understand why we're still talking about this, but we are. Get your kids out of these schools. Uh, so the schools are indoctrinating your kids, right? Planned Parenthood is, in, is indoctrinating your kids. Comprehensive sex education, indoctrinating your kids. Are telling your kids that they could be possibly born in the wrong body. We know that our kids come to us and they're malleable. They're impressionable. That's exactly why this evil agenda is targeting children. And Senate Bill 5599 now would make it so that a child as young as 13 years old who decides, you know, I don't I don't like my parents anymore. I, I think my parents are not woke enough. My mom said that I'm not a girl and I think I am a girl, said the young boy whose teacher has been telling him for three years straight that he's possibly born in the wrong body. And now if the, if the governor signs this into law, a child as young as 13 could leave their home and then be placed in a government facility where they can receive gender-altering drugs and surgeries without parental consent and parents don't apply uh don't don't comply rather to gender changes they could legally lose custody of their children all paid for by us the taxpayers all paid for by taxpayers uh this this is horrific this is an outrage and it needs to be stood up against by parents we need to protect our children if you're listening to the show today you can call. You can help. Call 360-902-4111. Press the number two. Tell the governor, do not sign this bill. It is horrific attack against parental rights here in the state of Washington. And it's an attack against impressionable kids because the state is saying, listen, you can make these changes. Go right ahead. You know, you can't get a get a cigarette in Washington state without parental consent. You can't even do it under the age of 18. Can we will we give you a license? Nope, not going to do that at 13. We can let you join the military. No way, Jose, you're not ready for that. But you want to make a life altering decision to have somebody surgically alter your body 
do irrevocable damage at 13. That's fine. That's no problem. This is demonic. It's evil. It's wicked. And you guys stand up against this stuff. Don't sit here and just allow it to happen and feel helpless because you know what? God's watching. God is watching what's happening in Washington State, and he's watching how we respond. And the Bible's very clear that we're better off to have a millstone hung around our neck and be thrown into the ocean than to allow even one of God's little ones to be led astray. And if this isn't leading little ones astray, I don't know what is. So here's the number again, 360-902-4111. Rewind this and get that number again if you want to. The bill is $55.99, and right now, it is all it's doing is waiting for the signature of Washington's woke governor. Stand in the gap for our children, you guys. If we don't stand up for them, nobody will. And that's the absolute truth. All right, moving on to the news. Uh, this is the day I like to cover the news. First of all, there's so much going on that I can't possibly cover all of it, right? And so we sort of hit headlines and and I like to give you know commentary on things that I think matter. And I do think it's pretty interesting that Fox News has parted ways with Tucker Carlson, who probably is their most popular, well, he is their most popular radio host. He's absolutely got the most popular show on uh, on television right now. And yet Fox News is like, bye-bye, we don't need you anymore. I think it's super interesting also that the the network is losing millions within moments of making this decision. The network is losing millions and millions and millions of dollars. Uh, and so something is going on. Surely they don't want to lose millions of dollars. I can't help but think something's going on behind the scenes. But my hunch is that now Tucker Carlson is going to be unbridled. So unbridled, uncensored, unstoppable. That's what I think is going to happen. I expect he's either going to go to work, uh, have his own you know, YouTube channel. He's going to get 100 million subscribers there or, well, YouTube. They'll censor him. But probably maybe he's going to go to work for Daily Wire this will not be the last that we see of Tucker Carlson. I also thought it was interesting to note that Don Lamont, uh, the fake reporter who just recently said that Nikki Haley was past her prime in politics, apparently is past his prime because CNN has fired him. And he he's hurt by that, he said in a statement that he, he does not understand. Well, you know, I don't I don't work for CNN News. I don't. Uh, and I frankly think that these News conglomerates are just dinosaurs now, and it's time for a third wave of actual journalism to hit this nation. And so I hope that Tucker Carlson doesn't go away. Listen, in my run for Congress, I'll just be perfectly honest with you guys. In my run for Congress, I saw some things in conservative news that made me not trust the news at all. And that includes Fox News. That includes the Gateway Pundit. Uh, I had articles written about me by outlets that I used to trust and used to think they were good. And they would they would write this, what was patently false about me. Uh, the Gateway Pundit did this, write something patently false and then declare, I've reached out to Heidi St. John for comment. Nobody reached out to me. They just published a lie. And it's really frustrating to try to argue with people that buy ink by the barrel, right? Very hard to get your message out there when you're absolutely being silenced. And this happened to me over and over and over again here in Washington state, the local uh, so-called conservative talk show host. I won't even say his name because his name ain't worth the, the paper it's printed on. But this guy I've listened to for years and years and years. And as it turns out, he's not honest. And so I don't listen to him anymore. But I didn't I would have known those things unless I'd run for Congress. And so there's a lot going on 
and it requires discernment. And I taught on discernment in Alaska this last week, teaching them, you know, what does it mean to be discerning, to be able to filter everything that we hear should go through a filter. And the first filter it goes through for Christians, of course, is the filter of the Holy Spirit. Lord, is this true? Like show my, direct my heart, right? We need a light to shine in this incredible darkness. And the reality is, and I hope you guys are listening very carefully because it can be easy to be discouraged, but I want to remind you of something really important. There are only two kingdoms in this world. There's the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And if you're not for the kingdom of light, you are for the kingdom of darkness. That's what I told you about the public schools last week. They're not for the kingdom of God. Therefore, they're for the kingdom of this world. Therefore, they're working for the devil. And that's the truth. And the battle lines have been drawn. And we're watching now as things are beginning to speed up. And as the adversary makes headway into this world, chaos will follow. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing chaos in our government. We're seeing chaos in our schools. We're seeing chaos in our universities. We're seeing chaos in the news. Uh, We're seeing chaos in our churches. And we are required as believers to be on our knees before the Lord. Father, give us discernment. Lord, give us wisdom. James said that if any of us lacks wisdom, all we have to do is ask for it from God and he will give it to us generously without holding back. Now is not the time for cowardice. Now is not the time for God's people to be quiet. And I've said many times, and and I'm I'm just going to keep reminding you because I think it's so important. The gospel should permeate every aspect of your life. This was my huge frustration in COVID-19. The moment we realize, oh, hey, we're being lied to. The moment we realize, oh, hey, they're telling us that our churches have to close. Oh, hey, they, they won't let us sing anymore. Now we're not allowed to gather to pray. Something is terribly wrong. And when you realize that something is wrong, you have an obligation to stand up and say, no, that's wrong. And for years, you know, I grew up hearing Christians say, boy, howdy, I don't understand how the Holocaust happened. Where was the church when all of those millions of Jews are being taken out to, uh, to their death, right? Uh, concentration camps, they were, they are, their bodies were disposed of in, the, in giant ovens. They were shot to death. They died of disease in concentration camps. And the narrative of our churches has always been, well, where were the Christians? Well, I think we know now. They were afraid. They were hiding. Because the same thing is happening now. It's happening right now in Washington State. I opened the show with it today. Our kids are being injured. Where's the church? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids are being told that they can have, quote, gender-affirming surgeries, whereby a surgeon will go in and cut the healthy breasts off of a 14-year-old girl so she can never know what it's like to to, uh, nurture a baby. She'll never know the closest of breastfeeding. I I can't even describe it here because it's so disgusting what they do on so-called bottom surgeries. You, you, You don't believe me? Look it up. YouTube's proud of it. They actually have videos. You can watch the whole surgery from start to finish. What they're not doing is sharing the stories 
of people who have gone through these surgeries and live with a terrible, devastating regret of sexual dysfunction, of urinary dysfunction that comes from these surgeries. And our doctors are playing God and, they're, and these Frankensteinish things that are being done to our children. Where are God's people? I wonder if in generations from now, Christians will look back at our time and say, why wasn't the church at the front of this thing? An entire generation of kids have been mutilated, their fertility stripped from them. I mean, really what, the, what they're doing now is they're sterilizing our kids. And we're singing songs about it. Woke ideology, it's good. We, we've, we're progressing. There's nothing progressive about what this is. This is regressive. It is demonic. It is evil. It is sad. And you guys, these are moral issues. These are the issues of our day. These are the issues of this generation. So the question has to be, where, what do we do now? Where do we go from here? Another issue that I address quite a bit and with some degree of fire when I was speaking in Anchorage this last weekend was to point out that the Alaskans have one of the best homeschool laws in the nation and yet probably upwards of 80% of them have their kids in so-called parent partner programs. So charter schools where you can be, you think of yourself as a homeschooler, but you're not really a homeschooler. And the state of Alaska will give you up to $4,000 per child to not independently homeschool. I think that's what we, how we should look at it. So instead of looking at it like the state of Alaska will give you $4,000 if you participate in their government, quote unquote, homeschool program, what it really is, is the state of Alaska will give you $4,000 for not homeschooling independently. That's what it is. And we're, we've gotten to the point where we're dependent on this now, right? We're just nursing along on this uh, on a bottle of sugar water from the state. And it's, it's socialism. It's communism. Everybody knows socialism, just communism light. And the more I talk to parents, I realize a lot of them don't realize the damage that they're doing to the freedom that we have long fought for and enjoyed as homeschoolers. Freedom isn't free. And there are many people at the front of the homeschool movement who fought for the freedom to homeschool independently only to see today's homeschoolers willingly give it up. And we give it up when we take the money from the state and we give it up when we tell the state, you're right, you know, we can't homeschool without your help. So here, we'll take the money and you take the statistic. And then you can say that we don't homeschool. We're just a part of a state alternative education program. I'm going to challenge you guys a little bit further because I received a letter not too long ago here at the show from a mom whose kid has been in a uh, partnership with the state for homeschooling now for, I don't know, she didn't say, a long time, I'm assuming. And she said that the, this money that she had gotten from the state, and in her case, it was the state of Washington, she said, listen, the money that I've, I've gotten from the state of Washington has allowed my kids to do things that I would never have been able to give them. Oh, really? Yeah, she said they've taken horseback riding lessons. My, my quote-unquote homeschooled kids are taking violin lessons. Uh, they're taking swimming. We're buying all kinds of books that we would never be able to afford. My kids are taking guitar lessons. We're putting that, that money into uh, field trips that we would never be able to afford. And I guess I, I want to challenge you guys. So try, try not to get upset, but I want to challenge you. Why do our kids need all this stuff? Why do they need horseback riding lessons that we can't afford? Why do they need guitar lessons that we can't afford? It's an honest question. I really want to know. 
Because what we've seen happen in the last several generations is that parents, we started to co-opt our responsibility, right? We gave the responsibility for the spiritual formation of our children to pastors and we leave it there. We give the educational and intellectual formation of the hearts and minds of our children to teachers that we do not know. We don't know what those teachers are doing after work. We have no idea, but here you go, kids. Uh, This person is now the authority in your life for eight hours a day, five days a week, nine months a year. And we co-opt it, give it away. And now we're saying, listen, we will be, yes, state of Alaska, state of Oregon, state of Washington, state of Illinois. We will give our children to you. In other words, we will let you have a say in what we teach our children as long as you give us money. So if we can, for example, if we could give our kids horseback riding lessons, then yes, we can be bought. It's no wonder that Jesus said it's harder for a rich man to get into heaven than a camel to get through the eye of a needle because we are so easily bought. We're so easily bought. And is, is, uh, is it a, you know, are horseback riding lessons a good thing? Yes. Is piano lessons and music lessons and all the things we want to do for our kids, are those good things? Yes. But the question, if we can't afford them, why are we, why are we, why are we willing to sell our soul to get them? I, I'm, 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 uh, I guess it's alarming to me. So in the United States, we are teaching generations to be dependent on the government. And the government is not your friend. The government, wildly outside of its jurisdiction in so many areas, and nowhere is that more clearly seen than here in Washington State, in California, and in Oregon. And there are lots of freedom fighters here. Heidi St. John is the least of the freedom fighters here in the Pacific Northwest. It's a beautiful, wonderful place to live. People keep saying to me, why don't you leave? Because God hasn't asked me to leave. Because Christians shouldn't run. (laughs) We shouldn't run at the first sign of trouble. We're called to stand. We're called to tell the truth. We're called to, uh, according to God's word, to rescue those who are being taken away to die, a.k.a. the unborn. And so there's work to be done. There's work to be done. We don't need to run. But I do think it's time to reassess as believers, what are we using our money for? And do we really need the state money? I would submit to you that if the church was doing what it was doing, the state would run out of things to do. The state is stepping into where the church used to be. And so if you're interested in being the primary educator for your children, if you if you want to be the one who makes those decisions, if you want to be the the one who directs the upbringing of your children without interference from the government, for goodness sake, don't take government money. A time is coming when they're going to say, oh, hey, you want that $4,000 this year? We need, we, we need you to add this to your curriculum. It'll only take you 10 minutes a day. At what point do we recognize, and, and this is what I've been telling people, it, it might be working for you right now, but I guarantee you, you, are, you will be the reason that your children are not able to homeschool their children in freedom. The more we take government money and the more we decide this is normal, this is fine, it's fine for the government to interfere, look what's happening in Washington State right now. At the age of 13, if a child who has been sufficiently indoctrinated by the state then goes home to his parent and says, hey, mom and dad, I know that you think I'm a boy, but, you know, Susie Q from Planned Parenthood, who's given like 400 presentations at my school, has told me I'm a girl and I believe her. And if you don't believe me, I'm moving out. And guess what? There's a state facility that's ready and willing to house me. 
and they're going to put me on drugs and they're going to give me surgeries. And the parent loses the authority to speak into the life of that child when no one would love that kid like a parent would. That's what's happening. And either we stand up against that darkness now or we won't have an opportunity to stand up against it later. And certainly our kids will not. And so you have an obligation to speak the truth. You have an obligation to stand up against the darkness. And as I'm watching what's happening with our mainstream media outlets, like I said, I just think they're a bunch of dinosaurs. Uh, I don't trust the news anymore for all the reasons that I told you and some that I haven't told you. But we need discernment. Spurgeon said that discernment was not knowing the difference between right and wrong. It's knowing the, the difference between right and almost right. And I had the opportunity uh, not too long ago to talk with a state legislator from uh, who's serving as a Republican in a state body right now. And this person informed me that the most trouble he has had have been from so-called conservatives in his caucus. They've told this sitting state legislator that his, his pro-life position is too pro-life. They've told him to back off of what only 10 years ago would have been considered absolutely the conservative position. But we are losing conservative seats because we're putting people into these seats that aren't really conservative. They don't understand why they believe what they believe. And so they'll spout a talking point so they can get money from a large donor or so that the RNC will put their picture on a poster, but they don't really believe down deep in their heart what they're saying. Discernment. We need it. We need it now more than ever. And on, on that note, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm done for, for today's uh, regular podcast, but I'm going to come back in, uh, in just a second here. And I'm going to talk to those of you who are subscribing to the show about some things that I'm seeing that are happening in the political world right now that I think are very, very alarming and give you some tools that I hope will help you. And then uh, I'm going to I want to address the topic again of education versus indoctrination. So many things. Guys, if you're not subscribed to my podcast, I hope that you will. I recognize that this is a brand new thing, but we're seeing it starting to really grow. So I'm excited about that. We are going to be giving you discount codes over there for the Heidi St. John shop. For those of you who are subscribers to the show, uh, you will find a code over there for a free gift from Puranata. And so I want to just encourage you, not only is it a fantastic way for you to support this podcast and thereby the ministry that we have to speak the truth into the culture right now, but it's a great way for you to get extra content and hopefully get a little bit more encouragement. So if you haven't already done it, hop on over to Spotify, just click on the subscribe button and you will be subscribed to the show. It's just $6.99 a month. And it really will go a long way to helping us continue to get this message out. And one more thing before I leave, I keep saying that one more thing, one more thing. Uh, we have signed the purchase and sale agreement for the new building for Firmly Planted Family. And so we will be moving, Lord willing, in June. And if you would like to be a part of that huge vision, which is to plant homeschool resource centers, just like the one here, privately funded, by the way, we do not take and never have taken government money, no matter what you heard during the campaign from the opposition. We have never taken government money uh, here at Firmly Planted Family. And by the grace of God, we never will. We are trying to plant independently, privately funded homeschool resource centers in cities all across the United States. They're desperately needed. It is time for us to build educational arcs as the woke waters are rising around our children. 
We want them to be able to put their eyes up and see, oh, there's help. Help is on the way. God's people are building educational arcs where kids and their parents can escape from this insanity that's being pushed against our children. And you guys can help us by simply going to Firmly Planted Family and becoming a donor for the nonprofit organization. And I would encourage you very strongly. We need your help. We need your prayers. The battle is the Lord's. And with your help and being on the side of the Lord, which I know that we are because God's heart is for children, we're going to make lasting and systemic change. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. And for those of you who are subscribed, hang in there. And everybody else, I'll see you right back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith 